Hello. Uh, welcome. This is Wild Take episode three. Um, I'm Ed, and Anya is also here. Hello. Um, so I just want to fill you in in case you're just joining us. Uh, we're recording this in the west of Ireland, where we live. We recently applied for a license to take a sparrowhawk chick from the wild this year. Um, the process is known as Wild Take. And in this podcast, we're telling the story of that progress, uh, episode by episode. Um, the website is at wildtake.org, and you can see photos and read uh, blog posts and things there. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, so get in touch. Um, the Twitter handle is at wildtakepodcast, or one word. And if you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash wildtakepodcast, or one word again. So let's get stuck in. There's loads and loads to talk about. In the last episode, we were kind of... We've been looking around for nest sites. We hadn't had a great deal of success. Um, in some senses, the disappointment continues. At the beginning of this week, it was a little bit of, was some, again, low points. We, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But the really cool thing is, maybe I should keep this secret as a sort of element of suspense. So uh, in last week's episode, uh, we kind of ended, in a sense, on the note that we hadn't yet found a nest. No, we haven't. And Possibly that's changed. Maybe. We don't know. But we- let's just leave that hanging. <laughs> okay. So um, so the first thing I want to say is we actually got the license through the post, uh, the physical license, a piece of paper, and we'll put up a sort of kind of redacted version, I guess, uh, if anybody's curious to see what it really looks like. We'll put that up on the website. Um, so we've got that. Um, is there anything that you wanted to say about that last license, the arrival of the license? Anything you wanted to say about that? No, not really. Not really? It's no, it just came through a post. It's exciting. <laughs> we opened it and read it, and I took a picture of it. It has your name on it, so it it doesn't have my name on it because I think they can only issue a license to one person. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you are the responsible one. <laughs> so you know, if something goes wrong in our marriage in the process, you'll be left with a check. <laughs> Does anything else worry you about, or or is there anything else about the fact that? How do you feel about the fact that it's my name on it rather than yours? Mm, it doesn't worry me at all, actually. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me because it's, you it's just know, a paper. It's just a piece of paper, really. We we both know that it's going to take two of us to raise this thing. Jesus, you're so right. Okay, um, cool. So we've got the license. Um, the first thing we did on Sunday. Day. We were working on Sunday, but in the morning we got up early and we went back to the same place that we went to in the last episode, uh, an area of mixed woodland with rhododendrons next to a field. <clears throat> in the last episode, we found a few feathers and skeletons and a beak of a jackdaw. And so it was seemed like a quite a promising place. And we decided to go back again uh, in the early morning. And what happened when we went back early in the morning? Well... We were going to go... The The crucial information here is that we were planning to go early morning. And actually, by the time we left the house, it was something like 10 past 8. And we start work at 9. Uh, so by the time we got there, it was 20 past. And obviously, I had to go to the bathroom. And by the time we got to the spot, it was probably about 25 past. And uh, we didn't actually have that much time to walk around. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful morning. So, it's 8.39. Blazing sunshine. In the morning. And we're looking for sparrowhawk nest. Bird singing in the woodland. And Ed said, he, Ed just stopped for a second and said, just sighed. He went, 
and I asked him what what's happening and he said just feeling which can mean so many different things <laughs> what are you feeling I'm not, not feeling like ending the sentence yeah I couldn't really hide it I'm just I was feeling, feeling kind of very discouraged I'm feeling I'm feeling discouraged you know, we tried to get up early so that we could just like go out early and maybe see, see some sparrowhawk. Yeah, but we only arrived here at 25 past exactly, 8. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know? Are you feeling discouraged by the sparrowhawks or by yourself? <laughs> by myself, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's very discouraging that sparrowhawks just wouldn't kind of sit here on a stump waiting for us with a fresh kill and pointing up towards the nest. <laughs> It's really disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> you kind of like expect, like, just because you wake up at 7 a.m. and you get your ass out of the house and get to the woods, you kind of expect to see a sparrow, don't you? You don't. It's like, what? Does this work for nothing? And I've also felt like, well, that, um, I felt like we But it's beautiful. Listen, listen to the birds. I felt like we're not doing enough and we're not, um, achieving. Basically, mm. progress, you know. Mm. Oh, I wish, I wish you could see Ed's face right now. <laughs> Record more of the birds. I basically just felt like we were not getting far enough forward, and that, that we might be missing opportunities, and that we're just not getting up early enough to see display flights, and we're just missing out. And the nests are everywhere, but we're not finding them because we're not going to the right mm. places, and we're not going there at the right times. Blah, blah blah. So I was feeling not very good. Yeah, well, for for for, for those who who can't really imagine what a sparrowhawk nest looks like it's actually really difficult to find it. it you know try and find a small nest up in the top of a tree in a mixed woodland uh, that is quite large you know and the, your only guidance is a couple of feathers on the ground <laughs> sort of you know and it's 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 a it's a really difficult task and you know it's very difficult to actually imagine well at at, at least at that point that morning, it felt very difficult to imagine how we could possibly progress any further yeah. from there. I don't know how many green mossy stumps I have looked at in the past few weeks. But every time we have one of those outings, I feel less and less sure whether we will actually find the sparrowhawk nest. It's crazy. It seems so... Completely unlikely now. Um, there's just so little evidence of them. Um, but things uh, things changed the following day, for the better. We got a tip off on Monday. Mm. We somebody told us about uh, uh, a blackbird kill. They'd seen it, uh, a sparrowhawk kill of a blackbird uh, on a path, uh, not far from. A, a place we'd been searching previously with my brother. Um, so we, we're back to a sort of close to a familiar place. So it's um, it's borders borders a golf course, um, and it's a kind of narrower uh, strip of forest mm-hmm. uh, between a road and a golf course, basically. Mm-hmm. And we it's a went. Contained, it's a contained woodland, so it's not kind of a large spread out many many acres of mixed woodland it's it's quite contained so because the because the skill was spotted there we were pretty sure that at somewhere around there there would be a sparrowhawk 
Yeah. Uh, so that's why we kind of decided to check it out. And um, when we got there, we split up. We se- went separate directions. Mm. And I went off down the side of the golf course and you kind of stayed in the woods, in the larger mm. area of woods. And you I had some founds, I, finds and I had some yeah. finds. Go on. What did you find? I found a casting and I forgot about it. I did find a casting on the, on the, a, a log. And I actually think that maybe I saw a sparrowhawk, but I'm not really sure. So I was walking around the woods, obviously looking on the ground. I saw a hare jumping and running away from me. A beautiful big hare with white bum. <laughs> and, and I just kind of walked around looking on the ground and suddenly I looked up into the tree, treetops. Okay, I think I'm actually looking at a sparrowhawk uh, in a tree. I'm not sure. Is it a sparrowhawk? Or is it a jay? I really can't see. You know, when you're looking for a nest, actually, the most important thing is not to stand very close to the tree. You have to kind of get the tree in the right light so you can see through the branches so that the tree is kind of against the sky and you can see through the branches and that way you can see if there's a lump or anything around the tree trunk. So I was I was doing that, uh, walking around this particular area, which looked really promising because it had a lot of, got a 20-metre tall, tall pines with uh, lots of ivy at the top. And I looked up and suddenly I saw this movement. He's very swift, but I just can't tell. He's got a long tail. Um, it's very hard to know. He kind of jumps from one tree to the other and I'm just in the sort of top of the trees of um, those pine, big pine trees. And I'm just really losing. Oh, I can't see him now. Where is he? Oh, yeah. And I got excited because it, it looked like the right kind of size. I wonder if she's hunting. It had a long tail with bars and under the tail, sort of barred fe- feathers and beautiful pinkish chest. The only the only thing that I, 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 I'm not really sure if it's a sparrowhawk is because the way it was moving, it was kind of hopping from tree to tree and flying, flying from one tree to the next, but then doing those kind of hops that you see in jays. Oh, it would be amazing if it is a sparrowhawk. It could it could be a jay <laughs> from this from this distance I really can't tell. And so I it's followed about 20 it. Meters uh, so I looked up tree. and I kept following it from tree to tree within this very small area. It was silent. And at one point, I look up and I actually see it in sunshine. Unfortunately, my eyesight is not good enough, and I didn't have my binoculars to actually have a look at it properly. But I could see its pink chest and its wings and its tail. And I still wouldn't know whether it's a jay or a sparrowhawk, but it looked at me. Oh, so disappointing. I wish I wasn't a human. I wish I was a bird. Oh. Oh, he moved again. Okay, right. So, Jesus. Right, just don't lose. Don't lose him. You know, it's just amazing. You look around the forest and you have very little... I suppose you always hope that you're going to see something. You know, we talked about it yesterday, how... You're looking around and you have those, you daydream about how you're going to just see a sparrowhawk sitting there on a kill, you know, or just sitting and just flying past you and then going up into a tree and you kind of find out where he stays. But, you know, most of the time it's, it's, uh, it's quite disappointing. You walk around and you don't find anything. Oh, I kind of want to cry actually, because it's just so upsetting when you see it and you just think you have it and then you don't
I just want to spot him again. Well, some birds are making alarm calls far away, but I don't know if that's because of the sparrow or not. Oh my god. It hit. 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 Is it? Is it? Oh my god, is it sparrow? Who are you? I don't know. I can't tell. I still can't tell. At least the weather has been dry. It means that we're not walking around in the mud. Where is he going? I feel like I feel like it was a sparrowhawk. I think it was. It was very hard to know. He had he had pinkish chest and. Long bar tail, and I feel really, I feel actually feel dizzy. I'd gone off and found uh, this black bird kill, and then partly I was just really tired from work, and I just really wanted to sit down. The sun was going down, and I just saw a comfortable kind of base of a tree in exactly the shape of like a recliner chair <laughs> with a branch for an armrest and I thought that's the one for me so I just kicked back took out my tub of trail mix and watched the sun go down and thought thought I'll just wait and see what comes along and what came along was a wood pigeon and it landed on the top of a Scots pine and just sort of it just sort of seemed to be settling down to roost so I thought right I'll just watch that and and as I was sitting there uh, suddenly something flew behind my head a few meters behind my head, uh, silent and fast, but it was going in the direction that, that you were in. And hmm. after I'd seen it, I called you. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm just I'm just making a recording. I think I saw a sparrowhawk, but I'm not sure. I and think I'm, I just saw one as well. I'm just and it seems like maybe the timing would have fitted that when you that when I I saw this thing hmm. and then you saw this thing. So who knows if it was yeah, the same bird. Okay, so I'm 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 walking back towards you. I was sitting down for a long time, and uh, letting the place get quiet. I was watching a wood pigeon, and then yeah. suddenly something flew past, which was very silent, and it moved like a sparrowhawk. Yeah, and it was too quick. Yeah, it went up into a tree. I just walked in the direction it was going in, and there's something which looks like a big clump next to the. Oh. It looks like it might even be a, 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 a nest. <gasps> I don't know. Oh my gosh, a nest. Okay, um, did we this take is... a picture of it? I did take a picture of it. I'll put it up on the website, but. Um, but so it's quite lumpy looking. Um, you thought it was maybe a little bit too exposed, mm. and in the end, I think maybe you know it's more likely to be something like 
a crow or jay or squirrel. magpie or squirrel rather than a, a sparrowhawk nest. But anyway, it proved, gave me a moment of excitement. But we should go back to this woodland. Yeah, we because, should. Because you saw two, we saw two, well, you, I saw one and you saw two kills there. Yeah. Feathers from a kill. Yeah. Just kind of single kill, but it, it shows that there, because it was within the same sort of area. Yeah. It suggests that probably there is a sparrowhawk somewhere there. Yeah. And then, so within a couple of days of feeling very disappointed and as though we had nothing, um, uh, we have we have two places. And then the day after that, um, we got another tip. Somebody who'd actually seen something, somebody who's been particularly helpful, who's given us lots of tips, had actually seen something which he reckons is an actual, was an actual nest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an area that we've been to before. Um, and we describe it in the first episode uh, and I think we'll call the site the clearing. Mm. Uh, it's a sort of it's a it's a it's 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 around a clearing beside mm-hmm. a track, uh, in the woods, not far from where we work. And so we went back to the clearing site on Tuesday, which is March March fifteenth, um, to see if we could see this nest that had been described to us. Mm. And we took along a, a map, a little hand drawn map, and we did find the thing. Oh yeah, I can see it. I think, I can see it. I can see it from here. It definitely looks like a like a, a, a nest that would sparrowhawk would really like. Yeah, look, it's kind of like in the fork of a tree. It's really close to the tree trunk. Uh, yeah. The only huh? Yeah. The only thing is like we we wouldn't be sure if it's um, this year's tree or last year's tree because I think they build new yes, ones. Yeah. What we can do is we can look for some plucking. Posts around, you know. We couldn't find any pluckings. No. Roundabout, um, and we did sit for a wee while mm. and watch the nest, and we didn't see any activity. So I think it, it's a really good candidate for having been a nest maybe in the past, mm. yes. and I think that makes the area a really good candidate for a nest mm-hmm. this year because I think we know from oh, anecdotes, anecdotes from other people that mm-hmm. they nest there mm-hmm. every year, basically in that area yeah. every year. It's very high. Yeah. Really high. And it's a Scots pine. There's no branches all the way up to the top. Yeah, but it's just exactly the kind of tree that they would be nesting in. But how are we going to get up there? We should speak. We should actually, I was thinking about it. We should probably speak to, you know, somebody who can climb trees, like tree climbers. Yeah. What is feasible? Tree surgeons. Because if we're not, like, we shouldn't be looking for particular trees. You know, if we, if we can't climb some of them, there's yeah. no point getting I think maybe you could climb something like that with climbing irons. Um, you know, like little spikes that you wear on your boots. And I would be and really then, scared. And then, because it's, there's no branches on the way up, you can wear one of those strap things that goes around the trunk, and you just kind of work your way up. You know what? It gives me, it tickles in my stomach just thinking about climbing it. Yeah, right, how high same. is it? It's like... That's, well, I'm two metres high, okay? Not, I'm not even two metres high, so... It's like two... Twenty, thirty? Four, six, eight, ten... 12, 14, 16, 18, 20 metres, maybe 20-something metres up. And the, <laughs> the width of the trunk where the nest is is like maybe 20 centimetres maximum. So it's a pretty spindly tree.
So yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. So how did we spend St. Patrick's Day? Well, far away from Guinness, <laughs> as far away from Guinness as possible. <laughs> no, we, we just had other priorities, really. So we we got up, uh, we had our coffee, and pretty much straight away we, we got inside the car and went to look at this one spot that um, we were told that someone's seen a, a musket, a male sparrowhawk flying in and out quite a few times. And it's it's a it's a very small contained woodland with probably literally like fifty, maybe not thirty thirty pine trees, very dense Sitka spruce plantation. So as you as we walked in immediately we were in this kind of silent you know, silent silent, completely muffled area where you felt like you couldn't really get through. It was almost the ground was completely dry and you could see everything on it. There's nothing else growing on the ground really because Sitka spruce is taking off. Over all the, yeah. uh, the roots are taking over everything. So we walked around and and tried to imagine where the sparrowhawk would be because there's kind of fields around the, the the area. And obviously, if it was hunting, it was probably hunting in the fields. So by the so we walked through, trying not to scratch ourselves around those really densely planted sitkas. And at one point, I just saw lots of feathers on the ground, and it was on a stump, just perfectly like you imagine. Uh, a sparrowhawk plucking post, or you know, fav- favorite kind of plucking post is uh, lots of lots of was it blackbird? I think blackbird feathers. Well, maybe a thrush. Or I think thrush, no. The, yeah. uh, the first one you found that was a blackbird, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, the blackbird. And on the way back, we found another plucking post very close to the first one. Or and, a thrush. Uh, with thrush. So there's two separate kills that was about two and a half meters apart which indicates that the sparrowhawk was obviously favoring this area for one reason or another. And potentially the reason is that he's planning to nest there. Yeah. So that's site number four. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We've gone from zero to four in yeah. like space of a couple of days of like really promising sites. Yeah. So we're going to call that one plantation. Plantation, S- yeah. Sitka plantation. plantation. This is the only one. And this, the thing about every single site has different sort of trees growing in them. And it, would, it required a very different, unique approach to nest climbing yeah tree climbing yeah. I think the one I think we might even need a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> just to drop um, me off with a, with a parachute <laughs> right <laughs> wingsuit wingsuit <laughs> spread my wings <laughs> so um, so then then what happened we went well back. it was a gorgeous day it was really sunny and mm. really nice and so and, and I was really pushing that we should go out in the canoe mm-hmm. so that's what we did and in the end, I was justified in that because the place we wanted to go to is cut off it's an from, island. from the land. It's an island mm. um, in the loch near our house. And this has been described previously because we were there in that area with my brother by canoe early on. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode, we talked about this and there was a blog post about it as well. And when we were there, me and my brother saw a male sparrowhawk over mm-hmm. the path on the way to the place where we put the boat in. So we went back to the island hmm. and it was beautiful and it was a lovely, calm, sunny day. We paddled all the way around the island and brought the boat up on a little beach and went exploring. And you had your plucking post goggles on. Yeah, I just found a, a really big plucking post. So <sighs> you're just you're just on fire. Really you're just tight. finding them everywhere. Fresh. I have to call Ed. Uh, I'll be recording in a second. Ed. Ed! Plucking post! 
Well, that's because I'm used to. I mean, I'm always like I was telling you yesterday. Like when we walk around anywhere, I always look under my feet, and I always try and search for something interesting because I don't know. Because I guess I'm absolutely obsessed with rocks and archaeology. So in a way, I've just you know reprogrammed my brain to search for feathers. <laughs> and so every time I spot a feather, I'm like, oh, a feather. So I'm just. Uh, Ed is just arriving. Uh, I just found multiple plucking posts. So this was probably the so, most promising so area we have searched so far because we yeah. found fresh kill in several locations around the same very small area. So I was like, so I was like walking, you know, from there and I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. <gasps> no way. <laughs> look, oh, and look, 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 there. And walk with me. Wait, 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 hold a minute. That, that's brand new and that's a small bird. That's yeah. like... You're right, it's a sort of blue tit, it's a blue or, tit. Or, or something even smaller. I mean, that's like, you know... Tiny. Tiny. So that, could, that, could be, that could be like a yeah. kind of... Um, look, there's a primary. That, that's absolutely tiny. That's yeah. really tiny. That could be something like a, you know, a gold crest or something. That's amazing. Come with me. There's another one. There were not only plucking posts. We actually saw one, one, one specific one that had several kills, fresh kills, and droppings. That's what you call a plucking post. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And there's mutes that's, as well. Look, that's you can see like, um, and there as well. So obviously it's been like, you know, pooping as it plucked on. That's amazing. So we, from that, we can kind of deduct in which direction the thing was facing as it was plucking. And according to some falconers, the direction he's facing is the direction of the nest. That would sort of make sense. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll have to go back there. So, God, it was really going for it, wasn't it? Yep. There's feathers everywhere. Mm-hmm. The entire bird. Yeah. This, this, this is the entire... This is like, oh, wow, look, there's feathers over here. Yeah. Over there, they've blown It's interesting. It's a nice yeah. area. I, I had been to that area before last year by bicycle and... Because actually, in in uh, when we when we don't have floods, it's it, there's a causeway that connects it to the mainland and you can actually cross over. So I went there last year by bicycle and by myself, and I walked into the woods. Actually, exactly the same spot that we have lunch had lunch. Mm-hmm. I sat down and just looked around me, and I just felt so out of place. I tried to read my book, and I couldn't really because it felt like it was the wrong kind of place to do to be reading a book. You don't read books in forests, you know. You're supposed to be doing something there, you know. You're supposed to be like searching for stuff, um, and this time. It really made sense to be there, and I felt like I really got to know the the area very well. I think it's every single tree, you know. I feel quite excited, actually. <laughs> it seems like a very, uh, very good chance that there are birds here. So we've gone from, from, from not very much and we've gone from a point of quite a lot of disappointment to real excitement that we've found, let's see, one, two, three, four, five possible places. Yeah. The field, the golf course, the clearing, the plantation and the island. And these are five sort of promising places mm-hmm. that we can return to in, in a couple of weeks maybe and yeah. see if there's any change or not even a couple of weeks, you know. Just yeah, yeah, we'll just keep returning, keep to, returning them, to them. Keep returning to them. To them to see... Because very soon there will be 
a lot more plucking posts when the female is on the, on the eggs. She won't be leaving very much, so the, the male will be bringing her food and he will have to pluck it, probably. Cool. Anyway. Time to wrap it up? Yep. Nice one. So, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.